It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are those markets doing? Markets are in the green this week. We've got uh, the TSX up 143 points right now, sitting just above 15,000. We've got the Dow up 419 points at 24,626. The S&P 500 up 55 points at uh, 2,978. We've got gold up six and a half dollars at 1,752 an ounce. We've got oil uh, up at 33 dollars a barrel right now. So uh, a big move this week in markets for various reasons. Uh, I would say, you know, again, uh, investor sentiment is excited about the reopening of the economy. But, of course, on Monday we got news that there is uh, uh, some positive uh, information coming out of Moderna regarding a, uh, a vaccine. And so that's what really sparked that huge rally on Monday. We saw markets uh, up over a 1,000 points. And so people get excited when they hear things about treatment or vaccines. Uh, but, of course, this is still some time out. Right. That's the thing that amazes me about the markets all the time, Laurie is that a story comes out like that one about the vaccine, and that's enough, just that is enough to send the markets up. Well, yeah, exactly. So markets are very forward-looking, right? Um, you know, where, you know, many of us, many, you know, people are kind of looking around us going, things are still not near back yeah. to the way they were, you know, and what happens if there's another surge and all these kind of things, you know, there's a lot of still uncertainty out there. Uh, but the markets have basically told us that the low was probably in March. It's looking forward. Uh, even though a vaccine, you know, I mean, we're talking, you know, probably a year to a year and a half out still, even if things go well, but there's a hundred different companies working on a vaccine. So to me, that's why it's a little dangerous to be out of the market at this point, um, because you can see when news like this comes, uh, it sends markets much higher. So when there actually is a vaccine announced or a treatment, um, whenever that will be, uh, you're going to see markets move very quickly. Again, like I said, it's important to, right. you know, figure out what, what to be in uh, and make sure you're comfortable for your own situation. So always talk to your financial advisor. Uh, but to me, um, again, I think the worst is behind us. Right. And you think the markets are kind of looking at it that way as well? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, when you see markets uh, kind of ignore some of the bad news out there, when you look at, you know, unemployment numbers, for instance, uh, you know, markets are kind of shrugging it off. Well, people get confused about that. But the reason that is, uh, is because, again, it's, you know, the worst is behind us. You know, initial jobless claims probably peaked weeks ago. People are starting to get back to work now. Again, will they get back to work in the capacity that they were? Um, you know, that's still to be seen. So, you know, I, we still wouldn't be surprised if we saw, you know, a little correction here or there. Uh, you know, this isn't just smooth sailing on right. out from something like this. Uh, but again, uh, moving forward, there's a lot of companies that are still down from their highs. Uh, markets are still down, you know, anywhere between 13 and 17 percent right now from the high. Uh, so, you know, there still are deals to be had. Uh, and you just have to realize there's going to be some volatility over the next three to six months uh, going forward. Well, let's talk about Canadian businesses then, because we're still hearing about quite a few kind of closures, scaling down, and layoffs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you see Air Canada uh, announced uh, laying off 20,000 of their employees. That's half of their employees. And, you know, there's no sign that international travel is going to be allowed anytime soon. And when it does, you know, what is that going to look like for all of us? I'm sure, you know, many of us, uh, you know, missing family wherever they are or, you know, going on vacations, all that kind of stuff. But for now, that's, that's the way it looks. 
Um, you know, also car manufacturers, uh, you know, are, they're shutting down plants or reducing their work staff, that kind of stuff. Uh, so we have to look at that going forward. And then, of course, still early in the process, but like Reitman's, um, you know, big box retailers, uh, you know, they're looking for creditor protection and things like that. And Reitman's actually, I hold dear to my heart because I worked at Smart Set and Reitman's oh, uh, when I was like 15 years old. So I hope they survive this. Um, but again, it's, it, it's, it's a sad reality of what's going on. You know, some of these businesses just can't survive. And then what is shopping going to look like? I mean, I'm sure, you know, you're watching the news as well, you know, looking at some of these stores reopening it, you know, there's not a whole lot of demand out there. So are people going to be shopping online after this? Uh, so again, um, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, a, kind of a longer process going forward, but just remember markets can react very quickly. So you have to make sure, uh, that you're somewhat invested again, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, but again, uh, make sure that you're invested in the right areas for where we're at. Okay, let's talk about that. You've said be cautious of chasing yield to boost returns. What does that mean? Yeah, so what that means is that when you go through um, a market shock or a market crash like what we went through, uh, there's an appeal for a guaranteed income out there, right? And so this kind of is in in a few different areas. So when you think of stocks, they pay dividends. You look at GICs that pay interest. Uh, there's things out there called market uh, index notes or linked notes, uh, as well as mortgage-type investments. So there's kind of four different areas that I want to kind of bring to everyone's attention because it does worry me. Because <clears throat> when people uh, see the markets decline the way that they did, they want that security. And really in life, there's, there's nothing that's guaranteed. And um, you need to make sure that you're understanding the risk of any of the investments that you're taking or your financial advisor is. So if we look at, say, dividends on stocks, you know, if you start seeing a dividend uh, yield, is what we call it, 7 8%, to me that's too high. There's something wrong with the company, they're going to cut their dividend, who knows, but you need to do more homework. So again, when you're buying it in a, a stock, you want to make sure you're buying it for the idea uh, that it's going to go up in value and not just for the dividend yield and make sure that dividend is safe. So that, that's the first area. GICs, another one. Um, you know, you have rates anywhere between one and I saw yesterday two and a half percent. So you just want to make sure that you're investing in uh, with uh, you know a reputable company to get that GIC rate. Um, you know, sometimes higher yield isn't better. There can be more risk with that. Um, and in my opinion, still, even with GICs, even though they're protected and all that kind of stuff, they're insured. Uh, I still, you know, I wouldn't know what that would look like if a credit union did go up. What does that look like to your GIC? How long would it take for you to get your money back and stuff like that? So, again, uh, you know, my recommendation always is, you know, don't just chase the highest interest rate out there um, and also divide your investment uh, amongst a few different GICs from various financial institutions. And, you know, uh, index notes, I talked about that briefly. a little bit more complex. A lot of sophisticated type investments come out during times like this. Uh, they can have higher costs. Uh, they can be so sophisticated that it sounds like they're safe and guaranteed, but they're actually not, so you need to watch out for that as well. Uh, and lastly, mortgage-backed securities or any investment that's containing mortgages in it. Simi, you and I have talked quite a bit yes. about the housing market and mortgages, and uh, everyone probably knows my opinion on the housing market, but uh, I, I get worried that people aren't going to be able to pay their mortgages, whether it's now or in six months from now. Uh, 
Um, and if you have an investment that is owning a lot of these kind of mortgages in it, you have to worry about the risk on the other side of that. So again, uh, you know, looking out there right now at uh, different yields or interest rates, higher doesn't always mean better. Make sure you're having those discussions with your financial advisor and what's appropriate for you. It sounds like what you're speaking to really is you really need to understand what it is that you're invested in. Yes, I say that, but you know, a lot of, uh, for us, I'm a portfolio manager, clients leave the day-to-day decision making up to me. They trust my team and I to make those decisions. Uh, which we appreciate immensely, uh, but we also have a proven track record and, and, and they have a reason that they can uh, trust our advice. But I'd say for, for others that are being, you know, advised to be buying, say, hedge funds or, uh, like I said, these mortgage kind of investments, things that are kind of confusing to them that can't be explained. You know, I always say keep it simple. You know, cash, GICs, uh, you know, stocks and bonds, right? You don't have to go into the hedge fund arena or the mortgage-backed security arena. Um, and unfortunately, investors like the idea of that increased income. But what I want to, you know, put the news out there is that that increased income can come with more risk, uh, even liquidity risk. It can be harder to get your money out sometimes if something did happen. So again, you just want to always keep your investments liquid. Make sure you're able to get out of them when you need to. Uh, make sure they're transparent. Make sure your financial advisor can explain them to you properly. All right, that's good advice. Thanks so much, Lori. Thanks so much, Timmy. Have a great week. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski. And as always, if you have any questions or if you want to talk to Pinkowski Wealth Management and the team directly, just give them a call. Their number is 604-915-LORI. Their website is pinkowski.ca. And of course, Lori is the Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James.